Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. What up, what up? What's going on? Excited for this uh, this fun episode. I think it should be a good light one. Yeah, we need some, we need some light episodes again. Um, I was listening to recently uh, Rachel Hollis, the Rachel Hollis podcast. The Rachel, maybe it's called the Rachel Hollis show. I'm not sure, probably. And uh, she just was talking about things she doesn't buy anymore and things she doesn't do. Any- I think she did two episodes when like things I don't do anymore, things I don't buy anymore. And I thought that would be a great episode because I could mm-hmm. think of a few things off the top of my head. And I also was thinking, Lord, I am, be- I've been bombarded with uh, ads for Black Friday since pretty much November 1st and all of the stuff I feel like buying. And I'm like, do I really want this though? Do I really want to buy this thing? So anyway, I thought it would be fun to talk about things we don't buy anymore. And, um, I thought we could each start. Well, this was hard because I think I buy a lot more stuff now (laughs) than I used to like in general, you know, like I spent a lot more money on stuff, but it was funny. So we were doing a little research before we jumped on. So Danny and I did this, we kind of came up with our ideas separately and I feel like we're going to have a lot of overlap because I yeah. think it, when I think about things that I don't buy anymore, it's because it's not my value system anymore, mm-hmm. like at least for me. And the number one thing, and you'll like die laughing, and I'm so embarrassed to just admit this on the podcast, but this is literally like a microcosm of the type of person I was in my 20s. We've talked about this a lot. And look, I don't regret it. It is what it is. But in my 20s, I was so hyper-focused on being seen and ego pursuits and does my body look good? And, you know, while I was a personal trainer and I loved helping people, a lot of it was about, I need to look a certain way and I need to have a certain physique to feel worthy. And I think it started when I started competing because you see yourself in that type of shape, you know, 10, 12% body fat. When you see yourself in that physique, you never want to not have that physique, Mm -hmm. you know, like, well, I achieved it once. Why can't I just stay there? And so I really spent most of my 20s doing obsessive exercise and extreme dieting and extreme like all or nothing, binging, then depriving, then binging, then depriving, like literally gaining and losing the same 20 to 30 pounds multiple times. And everything that I was doing was around those things. And so when I think back to the person I was, the first first one that I came up with was I used to buy so many gossip magazines, like so many gossip magazines, whatever the ones were like star or uh, us weekly, or I can't even remember like lifestyle or whatever. I can't remember the name of them, but whatever those ones were people, I used to buy all of them every single week because like number one, I was doing so much cardio and I'm sure you can relate to this as well. I'm doing like, you know, an hour to sometimes even three hours of cardio a day. And y'all, I could not have been doing any intense cardio. If I was literally reading magazines the entire time, no offense, you'll read magazines fine. But I think for me, looking back, the part that is embarrassing now is that it was gossip magazines. And so that's the second layer. Not only did I have this obsession with body and physique, but I was literally watching other people live their lives. 
in magazines. Oh, this person is now with this person. This person broke this person's heart. This person got a DUI. This person wore this on the red carpet. Like, and it's fine. I know some people really enjoy that stuff. And I certainly did back then, but I was so caught up in other people's lives and celebrities' lives. And that's what's more embarrassing to me. Instead of living my own life, literally, I was not living my own life. I'm doing three hours of cardio a day. I'm living at the gym. I'm watching other people live their lives. And I'm so invested in those relationships. And I think, you know, this is sort of similar to reality television show. I was watching a lot of reality TV at the time. I think it was just an escape, right? It was escapism. It was like, let me watch these other people living their glamorous lives. And it's funny because I live in LA now. And so I like see a lot of the places that were in those magazines, but I spent so much money on that and reading about other people who I didn't know, like celebrity gossip and who's with who. And it's like it thinking back on it, I'm like, I was actually stupider for giving a shit about that. I'm just gonna be super honest. Like that's my value system now is like, I wasn't at all excited about my own life that I had to watch other people like live out their glamorous lives. I don't know if you relate to that, but looking back on that, I've wrote or written about this a couple of times, but it definitely feels embarrassing to me, but I wanted to share it here because I think we, it shows the evolution of now, like I get excited for my own life. I read my own fucking magazine of my life. If there was it, one. It's so funny because I know you now and I was the same way. I can't imagine either one of us buying no. those magazines. <laughs> like, no, I can't imagine. Could you imagine if you came over with like an Us Weekly and be like, oh my why God. do you have that? <laughs> Did you steal that from the doctor's office? No. Why do you have that? <laughs> totally. It's so funny because I can't, I like if I saw you holding one or reading one, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you okay? It just, it, <laughs> it would make me think like you would be a different person if you were reading those. I just like my concept of you totally, and that just doesn't go together. No, and I did the same thing because all of the cardio, there was nothing to do. And it was like, I think we had iPods and they were new, like MP3 players, but there wasn't enough music to keep you busy. There wasn't audible to keep you busy. I think now maybe if I was, maybe if I was doing fitness, like I was doing then I'd listen to audiobooks. Maybe, I don't know, but it was like to keep your brain busy. And it was, and it was too. Like, it was like, because, it was, because what we were doing was so routine, right? It's yes. like every single day, it was a groundhog day, yeah. go to the gym, train the client, go to the gym, train the client, eat the food. Like it was always so much routine that we definitely weren't traveling a lot. No. We weren't like going to a lot of social events, we weren't buying, you know, pretty clothes to wear to different events or anything like that. There wasn't. So for me, because it was so routine, it was like a chance for me to get out of my routine and see what other people are doing. The like yeah. fun jet setting, you know, glamorous celebrities. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Wow. That's really funny. Well, one of my things is from the same era and kind of a similar thing. It was, <laughs> I had this addiction to, and it's funny because I didn't think I had an addiction, sugar-free gum. I used to chew. And I used to say this, I would chew like one to two packs a day of same. gum. And I was, I think, remember those dessert gums? It was like mint chocolate chip and like the sherbet ice cream. I forgot what brand it was, but I remember when those came out and I bought so many, I remember like buying like a 30 pack and getting so excited of like all of the gums. Yeah. Getting all of these gums. And so I told myself at the time it's because I was dieting. And so I was like, well, I don't want to be hungry. So I would chew gum in between meals so I wouldn't get hungry. But the irony was, I really think that the gum was actually making me hungry and crave more gum. And the reason why I came to this was I decided, I don't know where this came from, but I decided to try to stop chewing gum for like a week. And it was one of the hardest things I'd ever done. Giving up gum 
was like probably giving up cigarettes. It was the combination of, I think the chewing and the aspartame or whatever the sweeteners were. And I remember it took about 11 days before my like cravings went away. And I thought, Mm. you know, if you're getting off of something, usually your cravings go away after two or three days. It was so intense. And this is something I've actually argued with Jeff about because we talked about my coffee and I still, and it's really one of my worst habits is I would still put, um, artificial sweeteners in my coffee, like equal or Splenda or something. And he kept saying, you're addicted to coffee. I'm like, I'm actually not addicted to coffee. I could stop coffee anytime, but I really think I'm addicted to sweeteners. Mm. And I know how hard it was to get off of that gum that I never went back every once in a while, maybe like twice a year, I'll pop a piece of gum. If somebody's got it and they're like, Hey, you want a piece of gum? I'm sure. But I spit it out pretty quickly. Um, but recently we went to Costa Rica and we were off of caffeine. They wanted us to get off of coffee for a couple of days before. And so I haven't had coffee until today was the first day I had coffee since, uh, I think October, like 26th. And so today is like the 21st of November. So I've been without coffee for almost a month and I've been fine without it. And I actually had decaf today. And one of the things I told Jeff was, I'm like, I'm not craving coffee, but I'm don't really like it without artificial sweetener. And so today I put regular sugar in and I was like, I just don't like it as much without, without my sweetener. And so I'm going to try to just keep using regular sugar instead of getting back to sweetener. Cause I know it's just shitty for you, but gum is like a big, big thing that I just do not buy anymore. Won't buy because I realized I was so addicted to it. And I just know that can't be good for you, especially basically eating a pack of gum a day. And I I used to think, I used to think it was like helping me with cravings, helping me eat less. And I'm like, it's not really helping me eat less when I'm just chomping on gum all day long. Same. I I had sugar-free candy on mine as well. Mm. So sugar-free gum and sugar-free candy. I think again, it was because I don't know about you, but eating diet food, like for these shows, you have a Tupperware, you eat it, and you're done in 30 seconds. It's not an experience. You know what I mean? It's not an experience. It doesn't taste good. You're not even paying attention to it. It's just fuel. And so I think for me, it definitely was like the bridge between meals. So it ended up being this like oral fixation, trying to take the place of the fact that I was just starving. So I, yes, I think it's probably partially, you know, the, the addiction, but it was also because when you're really deprived, you know, and you're really cutting your calories, your physiology preferentially will crave sweets, like sweets, salt, fat, you know, so they're not going to crave vegetables, right? It's going to crave sweet, salt, and fat. And so it's like, you're giving your brain this false sense of sweet because you're not actually getting the insulin surge to tell your body, your physiology that it's full, you know, like, so when you eat regular sugar, right, you get an insulin response uh, to bring down your blood sugar and your body goes, oh, I've eaten. But when you don't have that because it's artificial, there's a little bit, like you get a tiny bit in in the, the mouth, but you don't get the blood sugar sort of you know, adaptation that you need to tell your body that you're full. So eating these things, it's like, it's like, you know, drinking diet Coke all day. Again, I don't think there's anything quote unquote, like terrible about these things. Every once in a while I have like a diet soda. I mean, I used to drink a lot more diet soda than I do now, but if you're noticing that you're using this between meals, just fucking eat a meal, just eat a meal. It's probably your physiologist telling you like, Hey, you need to eat a meal. And so I had sugar-free candy on mine and y'all, I had the worst acne in my life when I was 27 from all the sweeteners in the gum and all of the sweeteners in sugar-free candy and Splenda, I was probably eating, I don't know, maybe 12, 15, 20 packets of Splenda a day. 
I had the worst acne when I was 27, worse than when I was 16. I remember being like, why do I have adult acne? It's probably Mm. because I was farting all the time from all these sweeteners. But I remember, I don't know if you ever had the experience. This one time I ate sugar-free candy and sugar-free chocolate especially has uh, maltitol. What is it called? Maltitol. Yeah. Maltitol. Yeah. So it's a sugar mm-hmm. alcohol. So it's yeah. quote unquote natural, like they sugar alcohols and fruit and stuff like that. Um, but maltitol is the one that's the most like just upsets your GI the most. Mm-hmm. And that's what they use in all these sugar-free. I think, I don't know if it's in gum, but it's definitely in chocolate, chocolate. and candy. I remember eating a whole bag of sugar-free, I don't know, York peppermint patties one time. I could not breathe. Like Uh I was so bloated. I remember being, I was at my ex-husband's parents' house and I kept like having to go downstairs and just like fart to get like, to move, start moving things and then like come back up and then go back down and come back up. Yeah. I had like, and so, you know, and I think you guys know this, if you're listening, probably you understand this, but if you're having GI upset, it does show on your skin. And so for me, that was what it was. It was like, I had this constant GI upset, um, constantly farting, just like, or either that or being constipated, right. It was like one of the other, one of the two, and that shows up on your skin. So chances are, if you have something going on with your skin, like I did, it probably is indicative of your GI stuff. So yeah, sugar-free candy, sugar-free gum. And I don't remember the time I just quit. I think I just was like, I'm done diet. I'm going to actually eat real food. And then over time, I just stopped relying on it. It just wasn't a crush for me anymore. That's crazy about the skin. I never, I I always thought it had something to do with my gut, but I felt like my gut health hasn't changed. It's always been pretty shitty, but you're so right. My skin was bad. So, so bad around my chin, my jaw, my shoulders, my chest. I would always break out on my chest. Totally. I don't have those kind of skin issues anymore. That's so interesting. Eat real food, like regular yeah. food, like whole yeah. food, you know? Hey, besties. This episode is brought to you by Blissoma Skincare. Y'all, this product, these products, I should say, um, are so incredibly delicious for your skin. I received a box of Uh, We got a toner, moisturizer, a cleanser, some eye serums, facial serums. And what I first noticed, which was really interesting, was the product color. So I pumped out some of the serums and the moisturizer in my hands, and it was kind of a greenish, brown, earthy color. And for a moment, I was kind of taken aback. And then I realized that most of my skincare products are white. And I started to think about why is that? If I have natural products, why is everything white? And I thought, what kind of chemicals and processes must these other companies be using to make everything the same color? And if it's truly a natural product, it's probably going to have natural coloring. So I have to say, I love the natural colors. I love the natural scents and smells. It smells really fresh and clean. And my skin looks really nice and glowy. And Blasoma is really big on regenerative agriculture and just having beautiful results. They go beyond organic and they don't use any synthetic fertilizers or herbicides in what they grow. And basically you've got seed to bottle kind of process here. So if you want to try the skincare line out, they are hooking you up with a trial skincare set. Each of these trial skincare sets have five products in them at a really affordable price. You can try this out and they're giving you all 30% off. So if you go to Blissoma, B-L-I-S-S-O-M-A, use the Best Life at checkout, you'll get 30% off the trial skincare set. This code expires on December 31st, 2022. So do not wait. Run to Blissoma.com. Use the Best Life for your trial skincare set now. 
So I was actually going to say my other thing that I stopped buying, and this has kind of shifted a little bit this year, but barely is protein powders and protein bars. I used to eat so many protein powders and bars, like every single day, twice a day, I would do a meal replacement. And then I just got to where I realized that every time I had a protein shake, I was still really hungry. Now I just got some stuff, um, from Cassie Ho. She made a new protein powder supplement and it's actually really good. I had it last night and I was thinking about doing this episode. I go, Oh, I can't say that anymore. Cause I'm eating this now, but it's so rare. I will do like in the summertime, I'll take protein powder and make like a bowl out of it. So I put like a frozen banana and make it, I like use a spoon and eat it and, uh, like put some toppings on it, almost like an acai bowl or something, but it's very rare. It's not like a daily thing that I'm, that I'm supplementing a meal with protein stuff. And another one I don't do anymore is quest bars specifically. Mm. I used to love, love, love quest bars. I think they changed their, um, recipe recipe. It does not taste the same to mm. me at all. I really think they changed everything. And they used to be my favorite. I used to tell people like they were the best ones. I never buy quest bars anymore. I don't like them. I, and the, I think my favorite flavor too, which was the apple pie is I have no, I don't see it. Ooh, apple pie is the best one. Yeah. Sure. I don't, I don't think it, they have it anymore or I don't see it. I, and I don't like, I love Lisa Bilyeu. I, I don't think they own the company anymore. So I think someone else runs it. I'm not totally sure, but I don't do quest bars and I don't really do protein uh-huh. I don't do supplement yeah. shakes anymore. Again, I think once you sort of start eating more real food, cause I don't know about you, but like when you're, when I was dieting, like I was a little bit scared of eating like full meals. Like I was yeah. kind of like, Oh, it has too much fat, has too many calories, like whatever. So yeah. I would have more protein bars and shakes as replacements. Yeah. And also you just want to get that sweet. But when you like actually eat satisfying meals, you don't like have a ton of cravings. Yeah. Um, my last one, it was funny because I actually noticed this. I don't know why I was going through my phone the other day and I was looking back at like some of my older, my oldest pictures in my phone. I think I got the first iPhone in 2010. And so I was looking back at like 2010, 2011, 2012. And that was like when I was really kind of moving from this obsessive dieting into moderation 365. And it was the first few years at Jill Fit. I had so many photos of like alternative food items, like alternative baking items. Like here's an almond flour and here's a coconut flour. And here's these like weird, I don't know, like lentil chips, like just stuff like that, that I was really like a consumer of different like ways to like cut corners, you know, it was like all these. And I, I talked a lot about those. Some of the earliest Jill Fit blogs were like my favorite almond items, my favorite coconut alternatives, my favorite sweeteners, like all these different sweeteners. And now we're seeing more of that kind of stuff, these alternative baked goods and whatever. I was doing a lot of baking back then. And I was doing a lot of like cutting corners. I was like going to make like scones, but it's going to have xylitol and it's going to have almond flour. And I was just like constantly baking stuff. Now I I bake like twice a year. (laughs) Again, I think it's when your priorities sort of change and I mean, I used to watch baking shows. I used to watch that cake boss thing. And like, again, a lot of these like cupcake wars and some of these reality television shows around baked goods, because I think I was so just depleted. It was kind of like food porn. Remember that we had those when we were competing, it was like, oh my God, what's your favorite food porn? Or what are you going to eat when you get off the show? So we we put these foods up on this pedestal. And I remember thinking like, I can't have real sugar and I can't have real flour. So what are the alternatives? And everything was sugar-free or was, you know, this different sweetener. 
my phone is so full of like all of these weird products. And now I have like no food photos, like of recent years, like why would I take a picture of my food now? But back then it was such a priority of mine to like find and cut corners and see how I can, I don't know about you, but when I started doing these more alternative baked goods, I would just eat more of it because you can't get the taste, right? You just have a real brownie and move on with your life. Or you can have an entire pan of alternative sweetener brownies, still feel hungry at the end of it. So yeah, that was a big one for me too. was like all these just like food items and I go to like, I love to go to Whole Foods and comb the shelves, anything new, go to Trader Joe's, comb the shelves. Now I have like 10 things I buy and I always buy the same shit. It's real whole food, but you move through again, it all for me is tied up in, and when I made this list of things, I'm like, oh, all of this stuff is tied up into that, you know, obsessive dieting, obsessive exercise person that I used to be and uh, not so much anymore. It's so funny because I was just thinking the other day about those shirataki noodles. Do you remember? Oh my God. Yes. They were 100% fiber. They were so weird. (laughs) And like, but you just like ate them because you're like, I'm eating pasta, dude. Those objectively are not good now. No. Like if you try those now, they were like, remember how like they smelled, they 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 smelled smelled like like fish. fish. Yes. (laughs) They smelled like fish. And they did not taste at all like pasta. They did not give you any kind of satisfaction, but they were like basically calorie-free fucking noodles. I remember when, whatever her name was, that the fighter diet girl started talking about them. And I was like, this is magic. I can have noodles. I was thinking about it literally the other day. I was at Albertsons and I was getting some tofu for a dish. And I was like, oh, I wonder if there's shirataki noodles over here. And I couldn't find any. I don't know if they have them anymore, but... That is funny. So yes, so funny. all those all those alternative foods. I was gonna say the last thing I don't really buy anymore is um some skincare stuff. So I remember when Bath and Body Works was like so popular and everybody was buying lotions and smelly lotions. And I guess maybe just because I'm allergic to a lot of scents now, but I just never buy lotion. I just don't buy lotion. And in fact, what's funny is recently. Um, right before we left to Costa Rica, my skin was so freaking dry. And I was like, I need to put something on. And I would just slather coconut oil on my skin. Cause I was like, I don't have any lotion. And it's just something, I don't even know why I stopped, but I just don't get lotion anymore. Just one yeah. of those things I just do not buy. And I don't feel the need to use it. I probably should because I have dry ass skin, but I think, I think, <laughs> we don't some, water. I think some of the scents just mess with me too much and I don't want to bother. Yeah. So well, I remember like, I feel like anymore. Bath and Body Works had like a big surge in the nineties, like in yeah. early two thousands, right. Where you would like get all of these different, it was just such a novelty. We just get all these different Bath and Body Works lotions. Yeah. yeah I'm the same. I don't really buy a lot of stuff anymore. I don't definitely don't buy like nail, kind of nail polishes and stuff like that, you know? I don't know. You just outgrow certain things. And I also think sometimes like, you know, like I think Bath and Body Works, they were in their glory days in the nineties and early two thousands. And I think, I don't know, for whatever reason we were at that age where that was really something fun to do. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, same. Well, that's really all I have. And uh, there's many, maybe we should do another episode on like the things we do buy now that we didn't in our twenties, Yes, yes. <laughs> and, but I'm sure that there's many people listening to this that can relate to some of this stuff, especially if you, you know, like some of our food episodes and some of our exercise episodes, you guys know that Danny and I have both been, we're now on the other side of that transformation. And, you know, it's also one of those things where 
when you're not so focused on your physique all the time, and you're not completely obsessed with your body and with exercise and with food, it gives you the space to care about other stuff. You know, I cared about celebrity gossip because I didn't have anything else going on in my life. You know, now, you know, you and I have our businesses and we have our relationships and we have social time, we travel and there's just, my, my life is so much more rich now. And I don't remember ever feeling like depressed or anything like that back then, but I just have so many more things in my life that mean something to me. So, you know, it's, you get out of that and you're just like, oh, there's this whole world of stuff. And so I think it's, I don't, I don't want to say I'm embarrassed, even though I sort of am, but it's just, you have to honor who you used to be and then realize that it's been an evolution to get here and to feel just grateful for that journey. The fact that you're, some people will never get out of that. You know, I know we have women who, you know, right into Jill Fit sometimes in their fifties and sixties and they're still obsessed with food and that's okay. Like everyone has their own journey, but I think, you know, it's the evolution. You can have gratitude for like being on the other side of it. And, and who knows, I'm sure there's going to be another evolution. Like 10 years from now, we're going to look back and be like, oh, can you believe who we were in our forties? Like, I think there's always going to be an evolution, but it makes me feel grateful that I feel like I'm excited about my own life now yeah. that I don't need to be excited about celebrities and watching reality television show and watching other people live their lives. I feel like I'm excited for mine and what I'm doing and I'm excited for you and what you're doing and for the things that we're creating. So yeah, it's, it's fun to look back and just see the evolution and just feel grateful for it. Yeah, I agree. I'd say one last one, I think, um, that Rachel Hollis had on hers. And I, I know that this is for both of us was underwear. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know when it is. They just went out the window. I know. It just one day stopped wearing it. She said she stopped wearing it too. Yeah, she did. She was like, I just started like wearing, I guess she stopped first wearing it under workout clothes Mm -hmm. and then like one does. And then she stopped wearing it at home. And then suddenly she's just not wearing it. The only time I wear underwear now, and this is kind of new, actually this last year is when I fly, I'll wear underwear Mm. in the plane Mm -hmm. because often I have, so I have this whole new outfit now that I, I fly in every single time because I travel so much. And I think I'm always trying to figure out what the fuck do I wear when I fly and when I land and blah, blah, blah. blah. So I bought this one outfit is literally my flight outfit. It is a olive green jumper and it's a tank top. And so I can layer it and I put it, I bring a denim jacket so I can wear the denim jacket. If I'm cold, I take it off if I'm not, and it's loose. So whether I'm going to hot location or cold location, I could layer it or whatever. So this is like my quote flight outfit but plane crotch, man, mm-hmm. thing thing. When you're flying. So I wear underwear on the plane and then that way I can wear the outfit again on my way home instead of having to wash it. <laughs> That's a good idea. I wear it under short dresses. I wear underwear in a short, like short, yeah. short dresses. Like, cause yeah. I'll be like, especially cause sometimes too. when you sit down on a chair, yeah. like you're going to dinner, like you're asked to be on the chair, <laughs> which kind of disgusts me. That's true. So, yeah. That's true. Short dresses too. That's another time. Yeah. That's the only one for me. But otherwise, don't wear underwear these days anymore. Yeah, that's hilarious. I know. <laughs> I think that's really getting more common. I think I stopped wearing underwear like 10 years ago and my friends yeah. were like, what? Like, that's so weird. But I think, I don't know, man, it's got to go. Yeah, I'm with you. It's been a long time for me yeah. too. <laughs> Well, we'd love to hear what right, you y'all. guys have gotten uh, have gotten rid of your yeah. purchases and um, <laughs> maybe what you started purchasing. And then maybe we'll do a follow-up if you guys are interested in sort of like where we've took we've taken things, what we do spend more money on yeah. now than maybe we ever have. Yeah. What we'll do we spend money on now? Part two. That's Stay it. tuned. All, All right, right guys. guys. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.